Joined on the star line, my senior director of communications for Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, the face of Crackle and Redbox, author, speaker, and environmental studies superstar. We welcome Chris Wolseley. My whole life, I've wanted my own theme song, and not until my buddy Sean Dillon came onto the scene did I finally achieve that dream. Chris, let's go binge watching Beyond the Mic. You've got three great services under your roof. What's the best comedy to watch in the next 30 days? Okay, so I am super excited about this because I love this particular actor, artist, comedian, performer, whatever, however you want to label him. But I'm a huge Steve Coogan fan who some people may know from the viral dueling Michael Caine's video. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Yeah. Which I think I've only watched about 300 times. And he has a character that he has been playing in a variety of forms over the last 30 years named Alan Partridge. And I don't know if you've ever seen any of the iterations, but he's had uh, a couple of TV series. He's had a a few films. He's played the character on different sketch shows. And he did the Kate Bush songs for BBC Comic Relief, which was hilarious. Yes. Yes. He's a genius. I think he's, for my money, he's one of the funniest people working in TV today. I just think he's a, a, a national treasure, even if it's not my nation. I think he's hysterical. And the character is, it's basically the boss from the office if it took place in a radio station. So he's he's a small town radio DJ in England, and he's just the biggest tool you could imagine. Thinks he is God's gift to radio. And um, so, yeah, in, in this particular iteration, the station is bought out by a big corporate entity and he makes this huge show in front of the employees that no one is going to be losing their job on my watch. And then of course, as soon as he gets into a meeting, he's like, Hey, if we fire Dave, the rest of us can all keep our jobs. And that character who gets fired is played brilliantly by Cole Meany. Folks might remember from star Trek, the next generation He's a genius actor. And so he gets fired so that everyone else can keep their jobs and then goes home and gets a shotgun and comes back and holds the station hostage. And so Alan Partridge takes this as his opportunity to further his career by live streaming his own hostage situation on the radio. It's genius. That's on Redbox right now, on Redbox free streaming. School is out and time to talk about the best kids shows. We talked about it in the past, our favorite cartoons, but yes. what's your favorite kids show right now? I like, and it's just because I like him as a person, and I think he's also super unbelievably great at what he does, is Jackie Chan Adventures. It ran five seasons. It started in 2000s, and it's, if, if, for my money, it's kind of a, it's kind of a throwback to the classic Saturday morning cartoons. You used to have the Mr. T show. I mean, there were like so many of those like kid 
gang uh dungeons and dragons and all those great saturday morning cartoons where it was like a gang of kids and then there was some celebrity leader that was a like a wwe version of it this is uh, the jackie chan adventure so it's jackie chan and a bunch of kids and every episode they just have these amazing exciting adventures and i i just love it i had the chance to hang out with jackie chan uh one time in my life he just seemed like just a humble brag yeah he just seems like he is the nicest guy in the world. I've never heard of anybody who's ever worked with him saying anything but raves about him. But I just, you know, we talked about this before. I just, I loved classic Saturday morning cartoons. And for for me, I I love a lot of the new ones, um, but a lot of them are very meta. They're a little esoteric. And this is just sort of straight down the pipe, just fun Kid Adventures and Jackie Chan Adventures on Crackle. It's great. My dad's not allowed to watch the good action movies in the house. He's sent out to his man bar and he told me he was going to be watching a Richard Dreyfus action flick. Hope he's watching it on your network. Well, he likely is, and I hope so, so he's not paying for it. But Daughter of the Wolf is on both Crackle and Redbox. And this is that's it. awesome. Yeah, it's an awesome action film starring Gina Carano, who you might know from The Mandalorian. She's done a ton of uh, great female-led action films. And Richard Dreyfus plays the villain, as you point out, uh, which is... Oh, weird. shock. Yeah, yeah. Gina Carano plays a mom uh, up in up in the mountains, and she's got a kid who gets kidnapped, and Richard Dreyfus and his gang of thugs are, you know, trying to ransom this kid off. Well, you know, come to find out Gina Carano is not a soccer mom full time. She's also ex special forces. She's got quite the arsenal of uh, tricks up her sleeve. And it's exactly what you want in a, in a Friday night popcorn action film. I mean, cars get flipped, houses get blown up, bad guys get evaporated. It is awesome. I cannot say enough good things about it. We've gone 10 minutes and we haven't talked about a Nick Cage movie. Wondering if you're sick. I was wondering when you were going to bring this up. This is right now, best jump scare, uh, best horror film. A Um, jump scare for Nick Cage? I know. Who would have thought? I also also got to hang out with Nick Cage one time, but we'll talk about that later. Humble brag. (laughs) Not so humble brag. Yeah. So what's this movie about? So this is Willy's Wonderland. And this is, people have totally been waiting for this thing. It is super fun. Uh, We're just getting it onto uh, Crackle and on Redbox as well. That's going to be on the 13th of June. That is going to drop for free. It's the first time it's been available for free anywhere. And if you know the video game Five Nights at Freddy's, it's in that same vein. So Nick Cage plays a janitor in this like defunct funland that is getting ready to get torn down and they have a like a, a Chuck E. Cheese type uh, band character, a uh, bunch of characters that are these animatronic robots that are supposed to be non-functional. Well, apparently there's some sort of evil spirit in the park and it is reanimating these animatronic robots and Nick Cage is the only thing standing between modern society's destruction and these demonically possessed robotic animals. And it is 
Fun, fun, fun with a capital F. Demonically possessed. Thought we had an agreement not to talk about my ex-wife. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Shoot. Sorry about that. Check that one out. Now, you have so many great shows and networks. Now, what's the advantage for your networks? I mean, you said it earlier. People don't have to pay. While the entire streaming world is contracting, you guys are expanding. How are you thriving? I mean, it's a great question. I appreciate you asking it. And I think that a lot of it has to do with our fantastic programming team and our ad sales team. Our ad sales team comes at it from one angle where we're creating our own content and we're doing it with brand partners that are helping us with production costs so that we're not, you know, betting the whole farm on these gigantic bloated budget production budgets. But because these uh, brands are coming on, they're getting brand exposure to our audience and they're helping us with the cost of production. We're able to produce a lot of really phenomenal shows. Um, One of them we're going to talk about here in just a minute, won a gigantic award this week. Um, So we're, we're not only able to create content that you can only see on chicken soup of the soul or on crackle or on Redbox, but they're productions that are so great that they're actually winning awards. They have great celebrities. You uh, talked about one earlier in the show, but we'll, we'll talk about that show because it is my uh, chicken soup for the soul uh, series of the month. But on top of that, coming from the other direction, we also have this amazing programming team that scours the media landscape. And a lot of times they're able to find projects that for whatever reason have been passed over by other people. And some of them are these hidden gems where when they bring them to us, they're either things that I remember from when I was a kid or when I was in high school or college. And I'm like, yeah, you can't watch that anywhere anymore. And lo and behold, our programming team will come in and go, yep, we found, you know, the rights owner and we negotiated a deal and it's going to be on crackle next month. And I get so excited about those things because those are a lot of the the uh, titles that I, you know, loved either as a kid or a, a young man. And you just can't find them on any other services, but because our programming team is relentless. They go and find them and they bring them home and give them a home on, on our streaming services. So it's just, it's a lot of hard work, but we hope that the results speak for themselves. If you're enjoying these conversations, please check out another beyond the mic episode to find more actors, artists, and people you need to know. We'd also appreciate a like and subscribe on the Good Pods app. We're talking with Chris Wolsey, the Senior Director of Communications for Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment. And for the record, I don't get compensated for these conversations. I just have them because Chris is one hell of a good guy. I appreciate that greatly. And as much as I appreciate you making the time for me every month to come and tell your amazing audience about all these fun titles they can watch. So, Chris, what's the most underappreciated show that you love? Yes, and I, I think that this is just one that you could miss Um, because, you know, it doesn't sound all that flashy and exciting, but when you look into it, oh my gosh, it's the craziest story. So we talked about this before. I love documentaries. Almost every month there's a a documentary series on uh, Netflix or Amazon prime where I'm like, okay, we've got to clear the calendar. I need two nights and I've got to binge through this thing and watch, you know, all six episodes. I just watched uh, the one on Netflix about the, the disappearance of the Malaysian uh, airline flight. And that was like fascinating. This is one going to be on chicken soup of the soul in June. And it's called the woman who wasn't there. The story of Tanya Heed, 
who was uh, on on 9-11 when the towers came down. Uh, she came out of the crowd and had, you know, abrasions and burns and contusions and all these things. And she tells this harrowing story of basically coming out of the building minutes before it came down. Really? You know, she went on to, she was there at ground zero for, for several weeks, uh, helping out talking. She was kind of a, she became sort of a voice for the survivors ended up starting the nine 11 survivor network. And then years later, there was a, I believe it was a New York times journalist who was going to interview her and started looking into her story and started looking at all the pieces and realized her story didn't actually make sense. What? Yeah. So I'm, I don't want to spoil it for everyone because I want you to go watch it. But when you find out the truth of what actually happened, it will take your head off. It is a crazy story. The woman who wasn't there one of the best documentaries I have seen in a long time. And it's one of those docs where you think it's headed one way and then it makes a hard turn in a completely different direction. And it is fascinating. Now, how many shows do you and your family watch on a daily basis or weekly basis? I mean, how do you keep track and separate family time for when you might be watching something that you may go, hmm, this might be good for our networks in the future? Yeah, I, I kind of do. In in all honesty, I wish I ha- I mean, I watch some by myself or with my wife just because the kids are studying or they've got events or whatever. But we try to just figure out like, OK, every week, what is the maybe one or maybe two things that we're going to watch together as a family? Last night, we watched a John Christ stand up special. Our kids love stand up comedy. So we try and find clean stand up comics. Nate Bergazzi. We love watching his stuff. But yeah, we, uh, we try and find just a cup. Usually only have time because of, you know, my daughter's now she's in college. She's got a job. So it's like, it's hard to get everybody in the same room to watch something, but, uh, just for work, I kind of have to, you know, pick and choose a lot of the crackle and, and red box and chicken soup for the titles that I watch kind of on my own, just so I, I know what I'm talking about when I talk to amazing people like you. Nah, stop it. <laughs> Crackle TV series of the month. What is it? Okay, so this is one I don't think we've talked about before, but we have talked about our amazing deal with the BBC. So we have an agreement with BBC. They send us new content almost every month, some of the greatest shows of the last uh, decade. Um, and one of them is my current fave. I'm uh, currently binging through it right now, and that is Ripper Street. And this is starring Matthew McFadden from Secession, which is an amazing series. I think their their um, series finale is is coming up here. And Adam Rothenberg from Ozark. Um, and they play part of this police division that is set up in Whitechapel, which is where all the Jack the Ripper murders took place six months after the last murder took place and they're set up to uh, it's a very poor community and they're set up to police and oversee and keep the citizens of, of Whitechapel safe. And as soon as they get it set up, 
murders start to occur again and people are thinking, is this the Ripper coming back? Did he never leave? Is this a copycat? What's going on? And so there are other storylines, of course, that are woven in there, but it is A plus top notch. The performances are spectacular. The writing is outstanding. Uh, The production its just one of those shows that you watch and you forget you're watching a show because you just get enveloped. It's like breaking bad where you just get enveloped into the world that, that the creators have made. Yeah. It's, it's outstanding. I cannot recommend Ripper street enough. Victorian England. My wife is 100% in. That's it. How about the red box movie of the month? So the movie of the month, this one is really cute. And this is called the healer. Really, really good stuff. I, had not heard anything about this and it's starring uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen from the haunting of Hill house. He plays this sort of, he's like a trust fund guy. He's got this, this business fixing electronics and he calls himself the healer. And he kind of is this sort of like pompous guy, a big city and the, the caretakers of the family money come to him and they're like, look, your business is a complete failure you're, you know, this big playboy around town spending money like uh, it's going out of style. We need you to reset your life. And so they force him to move to the, to this small town and he doesn't know what to do in a small town. He's a big city guy. He asks this girl who uh, lives in the boarding house that he gets a room in to help him put an ad in the paper about his business. And so she kind of misunderstands what he wants and puts an ad in the paper that just says the healer is in town. If you need healing, come and talk. And so all of a sudden, all these people in town who have actual physical problems come to get healed. They think he's a faith healer. And so it's really interesting because all of a sudden this guy who's sort of like materialistic is confronted with all these people who have physical and spiritual needs one of my favorite character actors, Jorge Garcia, who was in my acting class back in the day. And I have to tell you, he was the nicest guy you've ever met. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, hanging out with him. Uh, I, I tell people the story. I barely knew him at first. And I was in an audition one day and from across, there was like 200 actors in this holding pen. And across the room, I hear somebody yell, Chris, Chris, and this gigantic guy is charging across the room at me. And I was like, is that the guy from Lost? I had only met him like a week before at this play premiere. And I totally forgot. I had had met a ton of people that night and I totally forgot I had even met him. And he came up and like gave me a big hug and, you know, asked me what I was doing and what I was auditioning for. And he was just the, the nicest guy. So anyway, um, but the healer is is a really sweet film. It's got a, a beautiful little twist in there that I don't want to blow. Now there was a TV movie of the same name back in the 1990s. Oh, really? It'd be so interesting okay. to see if it was a remake. I mean, he was an Irish doctor working in an English hospital. I mean, I love new work, but sometimes putting a new twist on an old story is worth it. Yes, I've talked to her. 
My wife loves the show, so I don't care what you might have brought in. I'm going to force you to talk about Tara Lipinski, who hasn't seen her gold medal in years. And we're going to make the Chicken Soup TV series to watch Wedding Talk. It is 100%. And you are absolutely right. She has not seen her gold medal award because, frankly, she's got so much going on. She doesn't have time to sit there and, and look at her accolades. But speaking of awards, the show won two awards. It won a gold telly award, which is unbelievably prestigious and so richly deserved. And they also won from the World Wedding Awards. They won Best Wedding Television Series. This is a beautiful show. And this is a Chicken Soup of the Soul original, like we talked about earlier, one of our productions that uh, we actually did in-house. Tara Lipinski co-hosts with two wedding experts, Jove Meyer and Jose Rolone, who are amazing in their own rights. And the three of them watch, I I don't want to say wedding videos. Footage. Yeah, they're they're actually films. I mean, these things, some of them are are hundreds of thousands of dollars in production value. They some of them have crane shots. I mean, it's it's really I one of them had a, a full Bollywood dance routine in the middle of the wedding with like multiple costume changes. It it is crazy. So they watch these beautiful wedding films. And then because the three of them are so knowledgeable about the industry, they'll stop and focus in on a particular aspect of the wedding. And they'll talk about that for a little while. Like, oh, now, by the way, that bouquet she's she's holding here, those flowers are actually from the island uh, of Sumatra and the, and those flowers are a thousand dollars a piece or, you know, whatever crazy thing it is. And you get to learn all of this sort of behind the scenes, but there's like people getting married on active volcanoes. There's this gorgeous story about a uh, quadriplegic who ends up marrying his caregiver. They ended up falling in love. And so you have these beautiful stories. Uh, so the show is not only about the, the, beauty of the weddings themselves, but also the beauty of these relationships. It's time for One Big Question with Senior Director of Communications for Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, the face of Crackle and Redbox, our friend Chris Wolseley beyond the mic. If there's one movie, show, or thing that you were able to see that people must not miss, what is it? So, there's so much, but... Chicken Soup of the Soul this month, we have a one of those gems that our programming team uh, went out and lassoed and dragged back to HQ. And that is Street Gang, How We Got to Sesame Street. And this is a behind-the-scenes, in-depth documentary about Sesame Street. It is nice. So good. I mean, you and I, again, we, we, we talk about Saturday morning cartoons every time uh, we get together, but uh, the Muppet show and Sesame street. I mean, that basically was just the soundtrack of my childhood. And I'm sure it was yours as well. The electric company. Oh yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Which also had a really good reboot. I've got to say, I liked the electric company reboot, but it's just a, a phenomenal documentary. I, I love docs, um, but this one is next level top notch. It's award-winning street gang, how we got to Sesame street. And they have interviews with all of your favorite, not only the characters, but also the puppeteers, but uh, behind some of those uh, characters. 
And so uh, the actors that were on there that that uh, weren't behind the puppets, it's got every, everything you would possibly want to know about Sesame Street. You will learn from this one. See a list of all the things that he mentioned at BeyondTheMic.com. Our friend, Senior Director of Communications for Chicken Soup for the Soul, Entertainment, the face of Crackle and Redbox, Chris Wolseley. Thanks for going binge watching with us. John, it is literally the high point of my life. I just, I sit there for the day before you and I talk and I go, what's Sean going to, what's, what's Sean going to pull up this time? What's he going to, what's he going to talk about that I didn't know he knew this time? You never fail to deliver. So thank you so much, my friend. Always a pleasure. And that, my friends, is binge watching Beyond the Mic. 